What's up, everyone? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. I am your host, Mike Pallet, and today we're going to give you a in-depth UFC 285 recap. Last night headlined by the return of the GOAT, John Jones, against Cyril Gaon for the heavyweight championship of the world. I guess we'll start right there as it's the biggest fight of this year so far. We got a lot of great fights last night, but let's start right here with John Jones. It didn't last long, but a three-year layoff led to a two-minute submission victory by John Jones over Cyril Gunn. This was the first time that we've seen John Jones since he fought Dominic Reyes right before the pandemic. And he was obviously the undisputed light heavyweight champion at that time. So to see John Jones return, he's always been one of the best fighters to watch. Been watching him since I was literally like 12 years old. And as a 25-year-old now, to see him at heavyweight, it's just like a different type of game. So he got the job done. With a anaconda choke. Two minutes and four seconds into the first round. Cyril Gunn really didn't put up a fight. He opens up the fight with a low blow kick to John Jones. Which just got him more pissed off. And then John just increased the pressure. And he wouldn't give Cyril Gunn any opportunity to get anything going. And that fight's over, and John Jones is now the eighth UFC fighter to hold belts in two weight divisions, which is one of the craziest accomplishments of all time. So congrats to John Jones, one of my favorite fighters personally to watch over the span of more than a decade. Truly the GOAT. No one's comparable to him. He has more title fight victories than anybody in UFC history. And, yeah. Congrats, John Bones Jones, new UFC heavyweight champion. And then, after that fight, he called out Stipe Miocic, and it came out earlier in the day that he was going to be the next title challenger. No matter of who won last night, Stipe was getting the next fight in July. At International Fight Week in Las Vegas. Going to be a war. Stipe is arguably one of the best heavyweights in the history of the UFC. Going against Sean Jones, who's one of the best fighters of all time. Now a two-weight champ. Obviously not simultaneously at the same time, but... Still, nonetheless... Going to be a crazy fight. Can't wait for that. John Jones is back. In the co-main event, we had Valentina Shevchenko, the long-reigning UFC flyweight champion, going against Alexa Grasso, the number six-ranked contender. And the fight was very competitive for the first three rounds. And then Alexa Grasso... She really picked up the pace in the fourth round, and she would shock the world and get a rear-naked choke on Valentina Shevchenko. 
the eight-time defending women's flyweight champion. And Alexa Grasso is now the first woman from Mexico to hold UFC gold. So congrats to Alexa Grasso. Truly an underdog story. She wasn't even in the top five in the division. So for her to get the opportunity and actually capitalize and take down a champion like Valentina Shevchenko, I was honestly really shocked. So interested to see who gets to fight Alexa Grasso next. Most likely they'll probably have a rematch because of Valentino's long reign as champion. But I would love to see Aaron Blanchfield fight Alexa Grasso um, after her win over Jessica Andrade a few weeks ago. People were saying that she was going to be up for a title fight pretty soon. So looking forward to that. All right, moving down into the card. Jeff Neal against Shavkat Rachmanov. Shavkat Rachmanov is going to be a champion. Joe Rogan thinks so. And he's just the, a savage. This guy has a relentless pace. And people compare him to Hamza Chemaev. And Sensei just has like a gas tank for days. And... He got the job done pretty late in the fight. There was only about 50 seconds left in the fight in the third round. And he got a submission on Jeff Neal. And Jeff Neal was landing a lot of shots on Rachmanov throughout the fight. He definitely stood in there with him. And people thought that Shafkal was just going to run over Neal. So he put up a really good fight. Earlier in the card, Metallus Gamrod against Jalen Turner in the lightweight division. This was a pretty good fight, something that we've become used to seeing from Gamrod. He's just a relentless fighter. He'll wrestle you and put the pace on you, and Jalen Turner is more of a kickboxer. And obviously in MMA, when you're a grappler, you definitely have the advantage over a kickboxer. So that was a good fight, too. Gamrod's definitely someone to watch in the lightweight division. That division is stacked, though. So interested to see where he goes from there. And the first fight of the main card, we had Bo Nickel, the long-awaited debut of the three-time national wrestling champion, in college from Penn State, Bo Nickel, who is so highly touted that people think that this kid is going to be a future middleweight champion. Before he even turned pro, he was training with Jorge Masvidal at American Top Team, and obviously he's a three-time national champion wrestler. And he went against Jamie Pickett, who's a UFC veteran, been around a while. And Bo Nickel got it done two minutes and 54 seconds into the first round via arm triangle submission. And it was exactly what everybody was thinking. On the Contender Series, we saw Bo Nickel 
just wipe out his opponents literally like under a minute in both fights. So this kid is, he's not even a kid. He's like 27 years old. So like he's right where he needs to be and he's finally in the UFC. So congrats to Bo Nickel. Can't wait to see his next fight. On the prelims, we had the return of Cody Garbrandt, former UFC bantamweight champion. He went up against Trevin Jones in a very highly competitive fight. Cody would get the win via unanimous decision, 29-28 on all three scorecards. It was good to see him get a win. He was on a little skid, so good to see him back in the win column. He used to be one of my favorite fighters when I was growing up, so that was cool to see. Uh, then we had Driscus Duplessis, one of the more exciting prospects in the middleweight division. He went up against longtime veteran Derek Bronson, and this was a pretty competitive fight. Also, Bronson definitely had more energy in the beginning of the fight, and he was trying to land some shots, and he was wrestling Duplessis. But it looked like he got gassed out in the second round, and he just ate like a bunch of shots on the ground. And Duplessis knocked him out, and it was literally at the buzzer of the second round, and his corner threw in the towel for Bronson, and yeah. So they were saying that this could have been Bronson's last time in the UFC. Potentially he's getting older. Might be retiring soon. So, yeah. He had a great career for how long he lasted. He was always, like, one of the mid-tier guys in middleweight division. He fought, like, everybody. Fought out of Sonya, Vittori, Kevin Holland. So, he's exciting. But, he is going plays Duplessis. He just beat Darren Till a few months ago, beat Derek Bronson. Those are two big names in that division, so he'll definitely be moving up in the rankings. Then earlier, Amanda Rebus against Viviani Arugio. Amanda Rebus got the decision. Unanimous across the board. Was a crazy fight. It looked like it could have been over a few times with submissions from both of them. So, yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, Mark andre Barrio against Julian Marquez. He absolutely bludgeoned Julian Marquez. And he's definitely one of the top prospects out of Canada right now. He's also a middleweight. And they call him the power bar because this guy doesn't run out of energy. And that's apparent because he just kept throwing punches at Julian Marquez and he was eating them. And he's obviously a really tough dude, but like maybe too tough for his own good sometimes. Cause like the guy like barely could see out of one eye and he, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm good. Let's, let's continue the fight. But yeah. And then on the early prelims, just a, a few notable fights on this one. Um, we had Tabitha Ricci against Jessica Penne. She subbed her via armbar in the second round, two minutes in. 
she's definitely moving up in the rankings now. Jessica Penny is a longtime UFC veteran, like one of like the first like women's MMA fighters. So yeah, that's two losses in a row for her. So who knows if she's gonna be retiring soon? She's like four years old. So anyway. Uh, then we had up and coming prospect eight and no Cameron Simon out of South Africa going against Mana Martinez, and this was a interesting fight. Simon got a point deducted for throwing kicks to the groin area, and he did it twice, and then he got a point deducted. So if that went to the scorecard. It could have played an impact on him, but he won the last two rounds, so he ended up getting the majority decision. And, yeah, he's 8-0, very exciting fighter, 22 years old, definitely someone that's going to be in the UFC for a while. And the main fight of the early prelims, Ian Gary out of Ireland, who is supposed to be, like, the next... Big thing out of Ireland against Song Kanan. Uh, Ian Gary got rocked early in this fight, and it looked like he was pretty hurt. And he was able to collect himself and get back into the fight. And he was able to get a knockout in the third round very late. It was four minutes into the third round. He only had 40 seconds left to work, and he got it done. So, yeah. So, my initial reaction to last night. Very happy that John Jones is back on top. Especially due to the fact that he spent three years getting himself ready to move up to heavyweight. And... He didn't rush himself. He took his own time. And then when he came back, he was in the title fight. And he capitalized on the opportunity that was given to him based on the fact that he is one of the best UFC fighters of all time. And this is the second opportunity for Cyril Gaon that he let go through his fingers. And he got wiped out by Francis Ngannou. And now he got wiped out by John Jones, and that was the second time he fought for the title. So, like, you gotta think that this guy maybe doesn't have all the ability that people were giving him. So, that's that. And we got a lot of great UFC coming up over the next couple of weeks. Next week, we got Peter Yan against Marab Devalish Philly in the Bantamweight division. That could definitely be um, a title eliminator for the next opportunity after Sean O'Malley gets a shot. And, yeah, and then in a few weeks, we got the London card where Leon Edwards and Kamaru Usman are going at it in the trilogy. So that's going to be one of the bigger fights of this month. And then we just got so much more. Like, in the next, like, month and a half, we got Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira in their trilogy. Well, it's the second time in the UFC, so I guess this is the fourth time <laughs> that they're fighting. So, 
you got to expect that they're going to fucking have a trilogy too. Because at that point, like, those two guys literally want to rip each other limb from limb. And then also on that card in Miami on April 8th, you got Jorge Masvidal going against Gilbert Burns, which is going to be a very highly competitive matchup. Obviously, Gilbert Burns is a jiu-jitsu ace. So Jorge might have his hands full. We've obviously seen... Jorge fallen hard times recently against Usman in those two fights and Colby Covington. So he really needs a win also, and he's one of my favorite fighters to watch. So that's that. And this has been an episode of One Stop Shop, and you guys can expect a lot more out of this podcast, mainly because... I just got let go of my job, and I didn't know that it was coming. So, peace out, guys. Appreciate you if you listen. Share with your friends, and I'll be back this week with uh, another episode. Take it easy.